up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. It's the birthday episode of the podcast. If you can believe it, we've been doing this for one year. We've got an awesome sit-down between Rock Band 3 project director Daniel Sussman and our audio lead, Jeff Allen. Listen in. It's in a bar. It's pretty excellent. We've also got a really classic segment with two of our Webtown favorites, Fish and Abby, where they kind of give us some info about how they got here to harmonics. In the end, we wrap it up with a really rambly, nonsensical... DLC Roundtable. Happy birthday, podcast! Good job, well done. Well, alright, so I'll explain a little bit. My name is Daniel Sussman. I'm a project director at Harmonix Music Systems, and I was the project lead for Rock Band 3. And I'm sitting across the table. Hey, uh, this is Jeff Allen, and I'm, I was the audio lead for Rock Band 3. I was going to say that, but you just stole my thunder. Just in case you haven't figured this out, Jeff and I are at the Field, which is kind of one of the local neighborhood bars right in Central Square. Right around well, it kind of resembles one of the venues that you might be familiar with in Rock Band, right? Yes, it does. It's a puppy, puppy looking one where it's always raining outside. And then, and then Jeff and I have worked together at uh, Harmonix for a number of years. Uh, the idea here is that Jeff and I are going to get liquored up and talk about the audio design for Rock Band 3. Um, Rock Band 3, as you may or may not know, is like, excuse me, we're trying to, we're, we're working very hard here. Well, so at the table next to us actually are a bunch of artists who are having a very interesting conversation about embalming. About embalming? Embalming. Ah, <laughs> uh, alright. I lost my train of thought there. Audio. Um, right. Um, so here I have, a, I have a couple of questions, I guess. So most people, when they think about audio, they assume that like, oh, it's, it's all songs, and like you license songs and author those songs and do all the note charts for those songs. But in fact, one of the things that I was impressed with just kind of watching you work was the way in which you kind of... you did. You're always in my office just watching me. I know. Kind of creepy, huh? <laughs> uh, was, you, you sort of had a, a plan for all the rest of the audio, everything from the music behind the shell and sort of what you hear when you're not playing the game to the, to the audio design, the sound effects design for, you know, the sound you hear when you complete an achievement or a goal or, you know, some of the, you know, all of that audio design. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a, there's a definite lineage of, of rock band games and how the, the audio works as you navigate through the shell. Um, so it's kind of... Um, you know, just developing that and changing it in, in certain ways to give Rock Band 3 its own character. What, how would you describe the character of the shell of Rock Band 3? Well, one of the, uh, one of the main things was that we kind of kind of inject, started injecting fire into all these random places. That's kind of in, in the UI element. You'll, you'll hear a lot of fire sound effects. In and animals, I remember. Fire animals, animals. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Um, yeah, anything, anything majestic and awesome, and uh, and Fender guitars. We always had this uh, kind of crunchy, heavy, um, full band action 
when you, whenever you hit a select button or, or you're navigating around, and so what we did, we kind of broke it out by instrument, and uh, so now we have more of a, of a Fender tone uh, with different, with more of a layered feel to it. So it's just kind of a, taking everything and make it more majestic, bigger, at times maybe a little more ridiculous. I think that's uh, awesome. Though. I mean, I, I love that it's got its own vibe, you know, and actually one of the, one of the other things that I think is really cool is the way in which you sort of manufactured a way to include a lot of harmonics talent in the presentation. Um, and there, you know, actually it's sort of a tradition that dates all the way back to Guitar Hero and even before the frequency, if you kind of consider the work that Cassin and Josh and Pete and, you know, all those guys did on the, not just the audio design for the shell, but the actual gameplay. You know, we've always found a way to inject our own creativity into the title. And, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of composers here, and um, composers and, and, and musicians, whatever you want to call it, uh, but artists. people are, yeah. Artists. Yeah. Um, everybody's eager to to get their own content in the game, and it's a, it's an extra little treat when you get to create some of your own stuff and get in the game. So, so maybe describe a little bit about how the you know the music in the shell is handled. Sure. Basically, what what we've done in the past is that there's always uh, music going on throughout the shell, and it kind of uh, implies that you are in a venue. It's filtered in a certain way. There's audience. So you're inside a cavern or a club or a, yeah. you know, you're, you're in the, you're backstage. Right. So what we did, we would take, um, you know, a couple minutes of, of someone's, someone's band that they're in, some of the harmonics uh, employee in, in their band, and take a snippet of it, filter and mix it and loop it. But the, uh, the shell environment is pretty dynamic. It's an entire world. We have um, all these different areas you can go to. And so I wanted to create something that where you could have this one song that would run and kind of have it adapt to the, to the space and and using very little material to basically get a lot of a lot of mileage out of it. So you know, it kind of reflects what's going on. And it's also just it's an easy way to get a lot of audio out of out of just a small amount of material. I was also it was it was very interesting for me. Up, oh my goodness. We're surrounded by harmonic people. <laughs> the field. Whose idea was this? Can you talk about some of the bands that are represented in the game? Sure. Let's see uh, some, some new ones from the audio team, with the exception of the Almighty Acrobrats. That's my band. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guitar Lug. player. <laughs> the Acrobrats. Yep. You may know us from such other games. As yeah. uh, so we got the Acrobrats. Um, Your band is in there. My band is not in the shell. Get out of here. Okay. Nice to hang out with you. <laughs> Jeff Allen. <laughs> um, How many bands nope. are you in? I'm in, uh, I'm in Desperate Cool right now. Well, that, uh, that's the band I play with uh, Nizzy. My, my metal band is not in there. Uh, we have a Death of Cool song in there. We have um, Red Capolino's band, Down June. So you are in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I saw. Like space. like your band as your metal <laughs> right, right, extravaganza. Right, right, right. Exactly. No. So this is the thing. This is actually what you're getting here is a taste of how Jeff and I work together. Where I say something, he contradicts me, and then it turns out that I'm right, but he just misunderstood me. <laughs> And just yeah. <laughs> you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Really. Speaking of rinsing. Yes. Cheers. So we got some down June. We have. Um, Who's got the one with the like horns? 
Oh, that's um. That's milk toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, <laughs> exactly. Oh no, that one. That one was such a good fit. It's so different than the other uh, songs in there, and I like how it kind of runs. Oh yeah, it's no, dark. it's got a great cadence. It's like. So here's the you thing: know, it's rock like, isn't all fun, and sometimes you're, there's dark moments. And it's, oh, I think it's, it's fun. Yeah. I think it's all fun. <laughs> the, well, these are all real bands. You find them in the credits. And now, you should, you do you have a handle on how many of them are, are represented in RBN? Uh, I mean, Death of the Cool has has uh, the track Everything I Hate About Myself that is uh, coming out in RBN. Uh, that's, yeah, see, plug! Well done. Um, I'm not that's sure about true the also, well, the, I know the Acrobats are working on Simpleton, <laughs> which will probably be available around the same time the game ships. <laughs> But yeah, you should. People should uh, look at the credits and look up all those bands. A lot of great stuff. It's interesting. I think it speaks to the variety of talent that we have in that audio team. I mean, it's a very diverse group of people. Now, I wanted to get some different kinds of music in there too. So there's got the electronic. We got all kinds. We, we got country we and got western punk rockers. Yeah. Well, I felt you know, I had to represent. That was really the reason why I insisted that the acrobats get into the game in some form. <laughs> of course. Well, personally, I, it's like I've, I've had this sort of, you know, ulterior motive in every project that I've ever been on to represent kind of the the bands that make up the workforce. But it is—it's interesting. It's sort of the you know the fabric of the game in a lot of ways. And, you know, I think it, it's absolutely super valuable. So for those of you who don't know, so the Pro Instruments feature a whole suite of trainers, some of which are song trainers, which are basically tutorials to teach you how to play the songs. And then there are instrument trainers for guitar, for bass, and yep. for keyboards. And ah, chili dog. Yeah. And so these instrument trainers have a lot of original music that, you know, sort of in the context of rock band, the idea is you're doing something fairly straightforward. You're playing a middle C or you're playing, you know, an open E on the guitar or whatever it is. And the soundtrack is magnificent and, you know, incredibly exciting. And, Glorious, and you feel like you're doing all this Absolutely. great there's, stuff. There's just giant sounds when. Yeah, I think uh, people are gonna get an awesome kick out of that, and, and I mean, we had to, you know, create um, just a compelling sonic landscape to pull the player through because it's lessened. You know, I, I was really impressed with what the. I was yeah, and there's total fantasy. You, you play, you play some of those trainers. You're gonna hear. Yeah. You're gonna hear some fantastical stuff. All right, Jeff Allen, I'll let you eat your chili dog. I, I hope this has been entertaining, if not informative. And um, again, Jeff Allen, audio lead for Rock Band 3. Always How good many? to share with Jameson, Daniel. Pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Signing off from the field in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Please. Podcast land. Welcome to another installment of our Get Into Game series. Today, we're sitting with two of our favorite people from Webtown. My name's Fish. I am associate producer and part-time designer on the web team. 
And I'm Abby, and I am one of the web designers on the web team. <laughs> I do mostly front-end code, like HTML and CSS, which sounds probably kind of boring, but it's super fun, super fun content. Um, and then Fish works on the design team with me. So I do some of what Abby does, and then in addition to that, I get to help with producing the websites, getting them out on time and tested, and making sure everybody has what they need on the team. And I also get to do a lot of drawings for the website, um, in particular for this podcast. Awesome which, drawings. Which I love mm -hmm. to do, and it's a big honor to get to do it. Do you have any inside info about this week's podcast illustration? Well, this week in particular is about Abby, <laughs> who's a, an accomplished banjo player. So you'll Accomplished. Notice, you'll notice her playing the banjo being recorded by a couple of penguins. Because <laughs> that's what her life is like. I think this is the first fish drawing of me. Isn't yeah. Me? Really? I yeah. think so. I know, right? That's incredible. Whoa. We've been working You're together due. for a long time. Yeah. That is almost shocking. I've been waiting. <laughs> cool. So how did you guys get started at Harmonix? Sure. Um, I had been working at like a search engine type of company, like business search engine. Um, and when I left there, I had gotten in touch with somebody that I worked with there, who we work with here. Um, and when he told me that there was a job available here, I was sort of like, no way. <laughs> no way. I'm probably not going to get this job, but, you know, I'll go up for it. So um, I interviewed with, like, 400 people. No, I interviewed with basically, yeah, like a lot of the web team. Um, and I ended up here. I had been doing web design for a while before that and freelance before I worked, like, in companies doing web design and then that's how I ended up here pretty cool and I went to school um, I studied web design and animation and video and when I was there I worked in an internship at a radio station kind of photographing bands and um, updating websites and then after college I met up with another alum who was working here and she offered me a job so I started right around before Rock Band 1 was released. So that was right when the company was bought by MTV and like everything was growing super fast and it was a very exciting time to start. Cool. So crazy. What's the best part about living in Webtown? I would have to say, aside from the people, um, is the Lego Death Star, probably. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that was a, a great team project that we did. After work, we built a a Death Star made of Legos. It took like almost a month to build, do you think? I think so. We built it pretty fast considering that it's like a 400 page manual. Yeah, the manual is insane. It's like a phone book. We all chipped in. <laughs> yeah. it. it was really expensive. Yeah. Parents that have little kids, they know exactly how much it costs. They <laughs> are so shocked when they see that we bought it. So you guys were basically, like, here at 4 o'clock in the morning putting together a Lego Death Star. Like, every day, like, the whole team would be, like, itching at, like, 5.30 or 6.30, being like, oh, man, oh, man, like, who's going to get their turn to work on it tonight? It was kind of like if you've ever 
like started dating someone in college that you have class with and you just can't wait to be out of class to hang out together. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Except it was Except with it Legos. Was Legos. <laughs> it was super fun. It's kind of sad that it's together. I kind of want to take it apart and put it back together. Yeah, I've been like secretly taking it apart. Oh, and our, our QA tester freaks people. out. Oh, yeah. I can accidentally smash it. No! <laughs> <laughs> to think if it was in a million pieces, you could have all those nights back, putting it back together. We would have many, many more nights because we had it, like, when you build it, it all comes in, like, little bags, like, mm-hmm. individual bags. And it's organized. And it's, like, all organized. Yeah. So, like, if we took it apart, we would have to, like... To methodically like put each like piece in the same we had like piles <laughs> all over the table we it kind of had... looked like a lego home depot yeah it was it was, it was so awesome <laughs> it was super organized so what's your favorite part about working on rockband.com i think i really like um i really like solving puzzles and i think like a lot of like web design and development whether it's like visual or like technical is like about making things work or fixing things that aren't working because one of the developers built it and it didn't work with like your design or whatever so like it's like there's a lot of satisfaction that comes with when you fix something that you've been like like a bug that you had or something like that so I love like investigating stuff and like I don't know there's a lot of constraints and you have to like kind of build around stuff and um, and the content is, like, super rad. Like, yeah. way more awesome than any other place I've ever worked. So that's, like, really fun. It's really fun to be around people and learn new stuff all the time about, you know, developing websites because it's way more complex than I think a lot of people understand. But for me personally, I, I love making the drawings on the site. Like, I get such a kick out of kind of drawing all the goofballs at work mm-hmm. and... All the, and they're so awesome. The interesting, <laughs> weird people in our neighborhood of Central Square. It's like <laughs> endless inspiration around here. So what are you guys working on right now? I know you can't give too much away, but what's been keeping you busy? What can we give away? <laughs> I'm not sure. You can give away what, what <laughs> it is in like, the grand scheme of that's things. That's the hardest thing yeah. about working here, I think, is that like you're doing so many super awesome, really exciting and cool things every day, and you're like... I just keep my mouth shut about everything because I'm always like, I don't know exactly like what I can tell people, so I just don't say anything to anyone. Well, one thing, we're working on a site for Rock Band 3, and we released a story this week about it. Oh, yeah. In particular, there's a set list feature where you can go on a new website and make a set list for Rock Band 3. So say you're at work and you want to set up a set list for when you get home, when your boss isn't looking. You can... (laughs) navigate through the 2,000 songs available and see which ones that you have and make a set list and then turn on Rockman when you get home and the set list is ready to play with your friends In the game, yeah. In the game. It's really cool. So that's pretty fun. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff on our new site. Um, It's got a really different kind of look and feel, I think, to the current site. Um, And I feel like we've spent a lot of time trying to sort of incorporate the things that people want, Mm -hmm. um, both on the community and, like, admin side of Mm -hmm. things, like publishing things faster and easier for us and support and things like that. So, like, I think a lot of it is, like, 
a combination of trying to get like all the fans really happy mm-hmm. with the new features and get all of us like the people who have to publish stuff every day is like such a huge job so like and people who like you know community having to mm-hmm. support everyone is like is such a big deal so like we've been trying to kind of nurture both ends of the website so um for aspiring web designers listening to the podcast what sort of words of wisdom do you have to pass on to them? I would say, like, I think that this sweet spot for designers, well, for people who are doing, like, development and design, I think that, like, if you're, you have to be able to nurture, like, both sides of your brain. Like, you have to be able to, like, go for like the logical technical stuff and the creative stuff and to be able to find things that will that will nurture both of those sides of your brain is really helpful um and like learning the actual for me a lot of it when I started and when I was in school was not so much learning how to design stuff as it was like learning the programs Mm -hmm. to like photoshop and things like that um so like it wasn't I think it depends though like some I had studied some graphic design before that so I had already sort of had a little bit of that um but it's a super super fun career I mean I'm I love doing it every day you know like it's not I'm almost never bored you know there's Mm -hmm. always something interesting and you can always switch gears so, like, when your technical brain gets completely exhausted, you can make something really beautiful. <laughs> so, I don't know. What about you, Fish? I would add that in the next five years, there's going to be way more websites and games on phones, more than most people out there probably even realize. Yeah, this is true. They're predicting that 80% of all web traffic is going to be on phones. So, if you're seriously considering you know, studying web design, which is going to be an even bigger field. Yeah. And even more than now, um, start looking at designing for mobile devices. Mm-hmm. That includes, you know, Google And it's getting Android, easier, iPhone. too, to design for mobile mm-hmm. devices because, yeah. like, the screens are way bigger and a lot of the, you know, browsers are basically, like, regular computer browsers and not, like, mobile browsers anymore. Right. So... It's yeah. definitely. I'd say maybe if you want to get into this particular industry, team up with a blogger or a writer you like and see if you can design their site or blog for for easier use on a mobile device. Right. That's oh, yeah. Tip. That is a good tip. I like that idea. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Anything else you want to say before we finish up? You guys rule. Yeah, you guys rule. And we'll be Guys, it's time for a DLC roundtable. We're sitting around the stool. <laughs> yeah, they can't see. This is the like, second time we've given it away that the table's not proper. So anyway, 
This is a mega super exciting week for DLC. Do you say mega? Mega? Mega. Mega? Mega. Bagel. Yeah. I thought you said bagel. bagel. No, that was not me. That was the people from Wisconsin. <laughs> Anyway. All people from Wisconsin. <laughs> All people from Wisconsin. I know lots of people from Wisconsin that don't say bagel. Yeah, what if you had a mega bagel? Everybody, What's wrong with the way I say mega? Everybody mega. should write to Rock Band Aid and ask mega. him how he says bagel. Jess, how do you say insurance? <laughs> insurance. Do I say that? I get people them for saying pink and penguin and what penguin? else? Penguin? Obsessed. Penguin. Penguin. <laughs> Uh, oh, how would you how would you say chips? How would you say potato chips? Oh, I mean, that one's easy. Chips, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's totally normal. That's how, do you how you say you, it? That's how you pronounce chips. Yeah, yeah, right. Chips, chips, chips. Like that, right? Just like that. Okay, so it's a very chips week for yeah, DLC. I know. <laughs> Um, How do you say it the right way? Cheetos. <laughs> okay. You need to spit a good amount when you get to the a lot. You do spit a lot. Yeah. No, I know. It's part of it. Can, it's no. part of okay. it. Okay. So why does anyone, class, does anyone want to elaborate on why <laughs> this week? Yeah. <laughs> well, give why... me some Cheetos. <laughs> You're not my mom. <laughs> and why this week is, is uh, mega. There you go. Super right. exciting. Yes. Um... Lots of reasons. Uh, yes. Because I'm going on vacation. I'm also going on vacation. Woo! Vacation! Uh, interests, reasons not applicable to your personal interests. Because Kyle's here photo documenting this. <laughs> no? Other reasons. There's so well, many big. Sure Kyle's photo blog is, is the reason. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. No. Three day weekend. What's the real reason, Allie? Oh, yeah, it's three day weekend. Allie, you sound like not you're going to oh, Columbus Day! Yay! I love this Columbus, Columbus movie! Christopher Columbus! Home Alone! Chris Columbus! I'll spend the whole no? day traveling. Yes, Columbus. you're right. <laughs> yes, you guys, it's the Columbus Day slash my mom's birthday episode oh. of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> Mrs. Thrasher. Yay. Allie, I'm really? if you didn't bring personal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of teacher are you? Yeah. Truth be told, it's actually our podcast's birthday, one Is year it? old, what? and you guys, our 2000th, I can't say speak today, our 2000th piece of DLC came out this week. Yeah. Whoa, awesome. what is it? Well, um, came out this week or was announced this week? It was announced this week. It's coming out on Tuesday, I know Yay. what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Tell me, Allie. Allie, don't read into the floor. No, tell me. Read into the mic. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> I think Kat should tell us it's what Jimmy it is. Hendrix. It Jimmy is Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. The full album, Are You Experienced, by Jimi Hendrix and The Experience, wow. including the song Highway Child, which was on the 1997 MCA reissue of that album. Ooh, wow. That's awesome. Nice. Jimi Hendrix rules. Yep, yes. Awesome. Did you guys I know that Jimi album. Hendrix is explicit? <laughs> Wow. No one can speak. Exclusive to the rock band franchise? Oh, is he whoa. mega exclusive? He's mega exclusive. <laughs> I still don't. Maybe I'll have to re-listen to how I said it. I still don't understand what I did. All right. We also have Axis Pulled as Love by Jimi Hendrix that came out. Now we have his probably most iconic album with his most widely recognized songs. Yeah. Songs like Purple Haze. Mm-hmm. Yep. Manic Depression, which is how I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yep, that's right. All right, Pope, why don't you go down and give us the So here's list. the full track list for the Are You Experienced uh, album we're putting out. 13 tracks. Purple Haze, Manic Depression, Hey, Joe, which is a live track. Ooh. Love or Confusion, May This Be Love, mm-hmm. 
The Wind Cries Mary. That's another one people like. That's a gorgeous one. Fire, which is a live uh, track from Woodstock. Third Stone from the Sun, which is Aaron's favorite sitcom. Mm-hmm. Foxy Lady, which we nice. know from Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Are you experienced Stone Free in Highway Child? Amazing. Yeah. Um, or just, Chile. Just to, just to circle back, though, yeah. I was just thinking about how Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. and John Lithgow ended up going from Third Rock to the Sun to much more dramatic fare yep. uh, with, uh, with their turns in um, Dexter Season 4. Um, and in a, yes, in his his supple buttock, <laughs> um, and uh, and Inception respectively, and Brick. I mean everything. Joseph Brick. Gordon. I love Brick. One of my favorites. It's on Netflix JGL Instant or right now. As we call him. He's got quite a career going. Um, so who uh, who will be the next person from Third Rock uh, to make a an overly dramatic turn? Who's Jane Curtin. Jane oh, Curtin. Um, the the girl from it was actually in the TV show Bored to Death last week. <laughs> She was also in an episode of Sex and the City one time. She fell out a window. Yeah, yeah. So she's a good episode. Deceptively dramatic cast. Yeah. Nothing to do with Jimmy. Nothing at all. And then it got really quiet. The cop was in Jurassic Park. Good job, Jessa. That's all I got. He was. He got spit on by the dinosaur. Filled up and spit on him. Oh, you mean Nedry? Oh, Newman. Newman from Seinfeld. He was on Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, I think she's getting a third rock confused with Seinfeld. No, I've never watched Seinfeld. Sally's boyfriend. To be fair, (laughs) no, the the other guy. To be fair, Jessica was about five when Third Rock from the Sun came out. I loved that show. Five, five months. Five months old. Brandon, I may have been watching reruns, but I loved it. I watched it when I was little. But the cop that she dated. Yeah, it was new. It was the same guy who played Newman on Seinfeld. And Wayne he's Knight. wicked. Double dipping sitcoms. And Wayne he's wicked Knight, skinny yeah. now. Have you guys seen yeah. him lately? He's, yes. He got skinny. Yeah. Good for, Good for him. Yeah. Good Drew for Carey. Drew Carey as well. Another yeah. eight uh, ninety sitcom star who has yeah. lost tons of weight. Yeah. I don't care about Drew Carey. Though. Really? Yeah. Really. I like Drew Carey. Hey, I have an idea. Did he lose weight for the price? Bill of Clinton bread? lost no. a bunch of weight too. No. Yeah. Good for Bill. He went on the vegan diet, which Allie probably approved of. Ricky Gervais also lost a bunch of yeah. weight. Yeah. Do you know that? Peter Jackson. Peter yeah, Jackson. It's because yeah, Chelsea Clinton strange. is vegan. Got her dad that's why it. Peter Jackson lost weight? That's why uh, Bill Clinton in, embraced it. Peter Jackson have a stomach staple? Is that what no. happened? Yeah. I thought no, 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 he no. didn't have surgery. According to him. No, not to take just, anything away no. from Peter Jackson. Did he just, he just eat started eating carrots. Oh. I watched an interview with him and he's like, oh, I realized I like carrots. I think he told me about that, his craft services adventure. About how he would just eat garbage in every movie that he did. And then started eating green and orange things. Yep. And carrots have both green and yep. mm-hmm. Speaking of which, people invent the weirdest <laughs> diets based on, sorry. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> based on the strangest things. It's no, like, Kyle dropped an F-bomb. I'm only going to eat yellow food. Yeah. That's not a diet. That's a, mm, I mean, that's I guess a, it is, but if it's mac and cheese. That's like a personality food. quirk, I think. Or easy mac. Mac and cheese. Maybe that's an eating cheese. disorder. With like Parmesan yeah. based on color. Yeah. I like to, to put hot sauce to, on my mac and cheese. Too. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's that's a great idea. Oh, it's fabulous. <laughs> no, thank you. Big fan of spicy food. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Nope. To bring things back, um, to our our DLC. I think. I like plain mac and cheese. I guess. I without, think we wait, should. Without the cheese. 
What? Without the cheese? It's no. just mac. Oh. Yeah, just straight up. That's how yeah, I like no, it. No, mac and cheese. Yeah. I like I it straight like up. No, but as like a side for steak, my dad artisan mac and cheese. Are you gonna order it? Are you gonna order it? Might as well be me. Someone's gonna do it. Might as well be me. Might as well be me. Oh. <laughs> That's a podcast title. Raw dog, <laughs> raw dog and your mac and cheese. Like mac and cheese. That would be grosser Probably. than the ride and the cherry waves. Probably. Yeah. I've had some great mac and cheese in Seattle, where Jimi Hendrix is from. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. They've had salmon mixed in with it. I had uh, oh. lobster mac and cheese last time when what? we were in Seattle. No, that terrible. It was delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. Oh, hey. Jimi Hendrix is left-handed like our own Kathleen Burke. That's true. Yeah. He, he is a lefty. I heard he was your motivation for choosing to be lefty. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so a choice. lifestyle choice. Yeah, yeah. I was born this way. Hey, guys. Let's talk about your first experience ever uh, with whoa. Are You Experienced? Oh. Um, it was about five minutes ago when you announced <laughs> that this was going to be our DLC, and then we started talking about weight loss, uh, and that pretty much brings us up to speed. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I, I'm actually not very experienced in the realm of Are You Experienced? Um, and not very experienced with Jimi Hendrix um, as a larger uh, piece of musical culture. Um, but I'm looking forward to playing this and getting more involved. What about the years that he was in the Cro-Mags? Yes, the years, the years <laughs> that Jimi Hendrix toured with Harley Flanagan and John Joseph in the Cro-Mags. Peak years. Who? Best wishes? I'm Death so camps? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, those dudes are vegan. They're seminal work. <laughs> Let's bring it all together. <laughs> are they left-handed? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure all the eggs are left-handed. <laughs> every sing- every single one. There's the band. <laughs> um, cool. Well. What was your first experience with it? Well, I was just thinking about how I, I felt like, you know, most of us uh, are around the same age, except for Kyle, who's old, and Jessa, who's really young. <laughs> <laughs> How and old is Kyle? How old are you, Kyle? 45. <laughs> <laughs> Your birthday's in June? Yes. Okay. Um, June but when, when I was in high school, like... <laughs> Which is right around the time when Jimi Hendrix was playing oh. guitar and starting to do really well. Jimi yeah. Hendrix might be your dad. He might be. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Are you left-handed? No. Oh, no. You no. fail. guitar really well? Yes. Oh. All right. So, yeah. Right. Sold. Um, I was just thinking, when I went to high school, like, Ages 14 to 15, this, this album was like in everybody's uh, disc player. I don't, I don't know why it, ha- it had such a resurgence, but it was like... Because they re-released it in the 90s. They did. Yeah. Oh, probably. Did you say 97? Um, no, that was a different thing, but oh. they put it out on CD in the early 90s. Yeah, okay. it, was so, it was so huge, and it was like every, everybody, no matter what clique or whatever you were part of, like everybody was super into this album. I remember driving around a lot with my friend Heather, and... Blasting Purple Haze and asking my parents if I could have a guitar because of it. That's the end. Got <laughs> wicked quiet while I was talking. Because it was such a such a personal story. Yeah. It was mega. It was mega Ma- personal. Mega personal. Guys, I think I'm going to go get a bagel now. <laughs> are, we, are we done? I maintain I've never said bagel. <laughs> we did. all maintain that you have said yeah. it. <laughs> so what wouldn't be that bad is if you made a <laughs> bagel and mac and cheese like Sarah. Oh, that's oh, delicious. That's too, much that's carb. Carb. <laughs> too much carb. Too much carb. See, like a bread bowl is one thing. Yeah, like, like a bagel bowl. But if bagel I said, bowl. Kyle, I'm going to make you a mac and cheese sandwich. I'm going to take a piece of bread and I'm going to cut a hole in the center. How appealing does that sound? No, the bagel is not just regular bread. Uh, no, but all that mac and cheese is just going to so run foul. right out of the hole. What oh, if the bread bowl is not? 
Don't talk about holes. What if the bread bowl is made entirely of macaroni? Like it's a, a giant macaroni, macaroni bowl. Full of cheese. Like a giant okay. okay. Have you ever had the bird's nest at Grasshopper? It's fried noodles that they make into a bowl, and then they put your dish in it, and so you can, like, crunch it up and eat it when you're done. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. I would eat that. Good stuff. taco salads, too. Yep. Tostadas. Yeah. Tortilla soup. Yep. Lettuce wraps. That's sort of the same thing, except, yeah. like, healthier. Lettuce wraps. You ever had a Mexican Great. lasagna? No, no, but that sounds make delicious. That with tortillas instead of uh, oh, and nudes. Mm. Yeah. Oh. It's intriguing. And you guys, one more thing. Uh, birthday cake has layers. So happy birthday podcast. Yay. You're a disappointment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Get out of my house. sounds way more interesting than Rock Band 3. Oh, good. I didn't know there was anything. You're on, you go that way. It's almost like, so you're standing...